What up, folks? It's Chris Barnett from The Burnout. Let y'all know. You're going to kick it casually. It's casually kicking it. That's right. And welcome back, Casually Kicking It family. We've got another... Man, I always say that. I'm, I gotta stop saying that. We've got a great episode for you guys this <laughs> week. We've got, of course, Tom, Brother Matt's in the house. If you guys haven't already, please make sure you visit all our social media platforms. That's Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I don't know why I'm telling you guys this, because we don't post shit up there. Uh, sometimes we do. Yeah, just follow us. Make sure you get your Casually Kicking It merchandise at storefrontier.com. In the search engine, type in Casually Kicking It. Get yourself some some Casually Kicking It merchandise. I don't know where Brother Matt's pointing at. Oh, by the way, you can catch oh. us on, on YouTube oh. as well. I'm pointing the merch. To... He's pointing up to me. Oh, to him. And if you get the merch. For those that are listening to us, they can't <laughs> see you. But if they want to see you, they could go to YouTube. <laughs> you guys can see us on YouTube. And um, I think that's it, right? Nothing else that I'm missing? Nope. Again, you guys are joining t- uh, into the Casually Kicking It podcast, which we're the most unorthodox podcast. We don't follow the podcast rules. We're very unorganized. If you don't like that, I don't give a shit. Go check out another podcast. Maybe Joe Rogan's around the corner. You can go listen to Joe Rogan. Anyways, we do have a special guest. So if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see who's on here on the screen. World-renowned DJ in the house, representing Central Florida and all of Florida, award-winning. I'm going to read everything from his bio, or is that too cheesy, huh? No, just do it. <laughs> do it. <clears throat> um, it, it. This guy has, has DJed at all the prestigious venues here in Florida and all over the nation. I'm DJ Rincon, round of applause. Thank you for joining the Casually Kicking It podcast. How's it going, brother? Pretty good. That was a great intro. Yeah, right. It was like, man, that's the worst <laughs> intro ever. No, I've had worse. But, mm. but like I, I said, man. I give it a five-star Yelp review. Oh, nice. <laughs> definitely would nice. come back. Service was great. Sweet. Sweet. Service is great. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of service uh, and um, ratings, I've been holding back on, on talking about this, this certain thing until – DJ Rincon showed up onto the show, but I recently checked out the new McDonald's crispy chicken sandwich. I don't know if you guys have tried it yet. Oh, I had it today, actually. And let me tell you, 2.5 out of 10. Worst chicken sandwich I've ever had in my life. What? You're yeah. nuts. You're Worse. nuts. All right, guys, that's the end Worse. of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love that chicken no, sandwich, wait. the spicy one. No. Wait, did, you get the spi- was- did, you get, did you put mayonnaise on it? N- no. Wait, so you don't put mayonnaise on a chicken sandwich? No, I don't. Because if you're, I'm going to give a chicken sandwich, if, if, if I'm going to compare chicken sandwiches, <laughs> you're comparing a chicken sandwich to one of the best chicken sandwiches, right? All these chicken sandwich facilities are trying to compete with who? Jesus chicken? Chick-fil-A. I, I, I kind of like Popeye's more. It has soul. Well, but Chick-fil-A, what do they put in their chicken sandwich? I don't know. They just have good service, to be honest. They're very, <laughs> they're very yes. happy to work. Yeah, I've never had My a bad pleasure. At Chick-fil-A. By the way, I like Chick-fil-A. If they want to sponsor the show, I love Chick-fil-A, McDonald's. Please I don't know. do, please do. 
You know, I used to I DJ mean, for McDonald's. Oh, Personally, yeah? Yeah, I was a DJ back in like 2007, I think. Like when there was a grand opening for McDonald's, they'd send me out to it. Wow. Really? Yeah. Did they give you free food? Yes. They, they would yeah. actually serve me the food. They would get one of the employees to come out. Because <laughs> they nice. are like, part of corporate, so they all be like super like, you know how they're, people are nervous around like corporate people? Yeah, I think that was like part of them. It's kind of weird. Like, yo, these people really think I'm somebody. Like, <laughs> more chicken nuggets, please. <laughs> yes, yes. I want Keep all the sauce. I'm making rain with some French fries. <laughs> <laughs> and they also need to like give me gift cards and stuff for food. So nice. I live off McDonald's for the longest time. Wow. That's well, the majority of us do that. It's a weird flex, I know. When you had the chi- their chicken sandwich, did you have the deluxe one where it came with the tomato, the lettuce, and the, uh, the mayo and stuff? No. I ha- actually tried the deluxe one for the first time today. Uh, it was okay. I mean, it's good. I mean, it's better than the, the McChicken, which is like, you don't even know if that's chicken or not. Oh, no. The McChicken, you could taste all the yeah. grindings of every chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you say, you say, what, KFC is the best? No. You're, no, you're, you said Popeye's. Popeye's. Popeyes. Popeyes. I, I think KFC you, is pretty good. KFC. I haven't I had a KFC chicken sandwich. Uh, go try it. Yo, I said, he's talking about the chicken sandwich from McDonald's. I had the spicy one. And, bro, it was just, it was a sad sandwich, bro. It I was awesome. I haven't I, had I opened, spicy yet. It, it was sad, bro. Like, it was just two flat, you know, bread. The chicken was in between. And, like, it started That's off with the usually a sandwich is, Mac. <laughs> It's usually a like sandwich with saying, two pieces of bread and a slice of meat in the middle. Yeah, what I'm mm-hmm. saying, it was super flat. Like it didn't, it didn't look fluffy. It didn't like, the, it didn't look like the picture, bro. What I'm trying to say. I mean, so, they never what, do. Wait, they never what, do. What, 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 how what item from McDonald's looks like the picture, though? Oh I'm my god! Saying, man. Besides, well, I'm logo. not saying though. I'm just saying, like when I, oh, when I went to go open to eat this sandwich, it was super flat. It was super sad. I felt bad eating it, dog. Like I didn't even want to eat the sandwich anymore, bro. Oh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I, I paid for it, so. I started eating it, so, and it started yeah. out good, and then just like any other any other Warner Uh-oh. Brothers movie, it ends like trash, bro. Like I'm just like, man, whatever, dude. Ed's choking on water over there. McDonald's too high of a standard. Huh? Oh, I don't. I definitely don't go to McDonald's. I only went there because they said try it out. So I was like, all right, but I'll try it. There's a it new was contender. Good. My friends are telling me Burger King has a chicken sandwich that's really good. Oh, I haven't uh, gone to Burger King. Burger in a King's while. chicken sandwich for their new one. They have a new one, not the not the long one. No, 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 no. I'm talking about no, the, the round one. one. No, it was the yeah, other one. Yeah. one. You're, you're right. They do have one that's the long one, like on a hoagie kind of long roll. Yeah, that's like yeah. the OG one. Not that I, one. They have, I a miss those, they have a new one. I miss those international chicken sandwiches, bro. I like the, the Italian one was good. Oh, they did do you that, remember those? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad that we're talking about chicken sandwiches because this is like 2019 all over again. <laughs> so things are coming back to normal slowly. The chicken sandwich wars. Well, chicken, I mean, chicken sandwich debates. Who nice. stepped it DJ, up? Because okay, I think. Wait. Hold on, uh, DJ. Have you tried the Wendy sandwich? Chicken sandwich. Oh, here yeah, we go. Okay, like <laughs> he said. Okay, he didn't say it was bad. He said it was okay. Okay, like, it was sad. It was sad. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm at a fast food joint. I've been eating salads for breakfast for the longest time, so. <laughs> Oh man, PDQ. That's the best oh, chicken sandwich. Is... Look, the best chicken sandwich is a chicken tender sub at Publix. I oh. see you're mm-hmm. you're in love with those, aren't yeah. you? Oh yeah. I'm Wait, do you guys try. have an air fryer? Yes. Yes. Air fryer chicken sandwiches. It'll change your life. 
I never oh, thought about that. Sauce. Extra crispy. Yeah. You guys got it right here. DJ Rincon. Air fry your chicken sandwiches. Air fry your chicken sandwiches. Man, no, man, man. <laughs> and, and, and the, I'm talking about the chicken sandwich wars because it, it got back in about a couple weeks ago because Zaxby's was introducing their new signature chicken sandwich. And then McDonald's came out with their new crispy chicken sandwich. And then everyone started it all over again. Zaxby's is good, though. No, that was, you that know, was weak. McDonald's was chicken right. sandwich. It's just convenient. Like it's a Sunday. Chick-fil-A is closed. It's, <laughs> it's 12 a.m. at night. Uber Eats. You want a chicken sandwich? It's kind of like Wawa. Like Wawa is an amazing. Oh, I love Wawa, bro. Ever since they started doing hamburgers, ever since they started doing hamburgers, bro, that's been the place good? to go. Really? Wait, they yeah. do hamburgers, hamburgers yet? Yeah, they do hamburgers and French fries after four p.m., bro. You can you make you make your own sandwich, however you want to, dog. Whatever toppings you want, that's the bomb diggity, son. What? You guys yeah, want to know what I get at Wawa? Hit me. What's that? That I put my friends on. I get the custom panini. Oh, that's put, good. I put the I get a beefsteak custom panini with extra cheddar cheese sauce, mayo, mustard, ketchup, lettuce, tomato, oregano, black pepper, and Old Bay. Old oh. Bay, really? Yes, great. Old Bay chicken. Yeah, so it's basically like a cheeseburger, but in a panini. Nice. With cheddar cheese sauce, you won't regret it. But Old Bay seasoning, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's and that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Never put that in a sandwich. No. Wawa used to have pizzas. They used to have personal pizzas a long time ago, bro. Yeah. How long, just, how long ago was it? Because Wawa just came to Florida like a year ago or so. No, Wawa's been oh, here no. for a couple of years. Uh, Dude, it's Wawa's been here for, for years yeah. now. Um, I want to say about maybe six years ago they were doing pizzas. And like you could put, like I said, once again, put whatever toppings you want on it. And then they just stopped, bro. And I was just like, wow. By the way, I know that you said Uber Eats. You like using Uber Eats because I don't use Uber yep. Eats. I use um, DoorDash. I really like DoorDash a lot. By the well, way, well, I, I live in Opera, so there's really not much options out here. Ooh, yeah, I'm yeah. like far from civilization at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so my options are limited, unless I want to cook. I haven't cooked in a while, unless I cook steak. But that's a whole different podcast. Steak, yeah, steak's good. I love some steak. Oh, I mean, unless you guys want to talk about steak, I'll talk an hour about how I cook steak. Hit me. What, what what are you talking about with steak here, man? Dude, what type of like, steak? What, like, what, what kind of cut are we talking about yes. now? Well, it depends on what you like. Like, if you want like a lot of flavor, I would say a ribeye. If you want something that's like in the middle of everything, I would say a New York strip. If you like texture, I would say filet mignon. Um, but even a chuck steak, I can make it taste good. Just depends on how you salt it and how you cook it and how you prepare mm-hmm. it. But yeah, I sous vide all my food. Well, not all my food, all my steaks, I sous vide it. So it's basically, uh, it's like a machine like this and you put okay. it in like a pan of water and then the machine puts the water at a certain temperature. So I put it at like 135 degrees. So you can't overcook the steak, but the longer you leave it there, it cooks it perfectly. Cause you know, if you, if you sear a steak, you know how the middle part's like always like red or pink. Yeah. Uh, yes. well, with, the, with the sous vide, it cooks it evenly. So there's the exact temperature is everything's consistent. And then you just sear it and you salt it. This is a whole process. It takes me like eight hours to do a steak. I'm pretty sure You've seen the pictures I post on my Facebook of my steak. I think I have seen something. But, I mean, you can marinate it with it, right? Because that's how the the flavors get in the steak if you sous vide Mm. with, like, the vacuum marinade. Yeah, but my process is um, uh, for every inch, I let it rest in coarse sea salt. 
So mm. that way the steak becomes salted, but the salt also sucks the moisture out and tenderizes it. But then after that point, you can't use any seasoning with salt because it ruins the steak. It basically tastes like tasting the ocean at that point. Sure. <laughs> even even the butter has to be non-salted butter. So then uh, I salt it. Then you got to wash the salt off the steak because if you don't wash it off, it'll still be too salty. And then you pat it dry and then you put the unsalted butter. And then my I usually put like black pepper, some thyme, some rosemary, call it a day, throw it in there four or five hours, take it out. And then the key to get the perfect crust is you got to pat it dry. Like you ever see a steak that's seared, but there's parts in the steak that's like not seared. That's yeah. because there was moisture and it wasn't able to cook evenly, like the outside part. So you pat it dry and then you baste it in more butter. Everything's great with butter. Oh, of course. So it's better than I, can't believe it. It. <laughs> I can't believe it's not butter. What what's that lady's name that uh she has a she had a cooking show I don't know if she still does man and she, everything was like butter 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 everything had butter man Paula Holy Dean man. Paula Dean yeah all of her recipes you had to use like half of a a, a tub of country crock or something man but country steaks crock. man I haven't, seen, I, I, I haven't uh, seen that in forever dude what do you mean you go to the grocery well, store no brown, I'm just saying like I haven't seen thing. anybody. I, where, where I live, I haven't used it in like forever. So that just hearing that name made me think about it. You know what I'm saying? And at my mom's house, you know, in her fridge, you got to guess if it's butter or if it's leftovers in the country crock. You know what I mean? That's true. <laughs> or a bunch we, of do, coins. we do put the rice and beans in the country crock. It's recycled, bro. You got or, It's a 50 50 shot. Mom, what is this, butter? Or. That they give out on holiday season? Yeah. Yeah, that's what my parents use to store all the stuff. Nice. Oh, man, man, my mom stores and everything, man. You could think of, man. You got to, bro. <laughs> Recycle, homie. It's a guessing game. Well, uh, we got DJ Rincon telling us here about some steaks. Mm. I I like steaks. I don't eat it very often. I did make some steaks the other day. It was New York Strips, but it was a... I don't know if you, I, I forget the name of the brand. It was a certain brand, and I got it at Walmart. But it's like a grass. It was like a grass-fed stri, uh, stri, a New York strip. It came mm-hmm. in this like packaging that was like made it look fancy and stuff. And I was like, "Ooh, it must be like you know healthy." And you know, <laughs> I, I put it on the grill, and um, it it turned out really well. I didn't overcook it. You know, I let it. I let it slow cook, and I think I should have stuck it in the oven. And just finish cooking in there, but I didn't. I mean, it still turned out well, but I'm still trying to perfect the uh, steak cooking here. But you keep the steak pretty simple. You say just the thyme and then a little pepper. You don't you don't goya it up with adobo or anything like oh, that. Oh, I put no. garlic powder on it. I forgot. But adobo yeah. comes with salt, so I can't really. Yeah. Use it, Have you ever tried it? Well, no. I was gonna say while you're doing the whole like process in the water. With the seasoning rather than the salt? Yeah, I mean, if I use seasoning without salt, I don't know. It might be a little, the texture might be different. I guess I'll do give you, that a try. Do you like your stuff like well done or like at no. least, or do you like it like bleeding out the wazoo? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> if it moves, it moves down me. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a happy medium. Like, I could eat it medium rare, but I like medium. Medium's I'm a medium good. well. That's the guys. Medium I'll see well. You tomorrow. <laughs> well done. I can't. Well, oh, no, you're I'm definitely. Like, wait, definitely. you know what's funny? Okay, everybody that says they like well done steaks, and I brought them to my house, and I'm like, here, let me show you the new world. They've never gone <laughs> back to well done. Nice. I can promise you that. 
I've already turned over like three people in my life. Well, I, I, I guess I just don't want to see no red, no pink, bro. No, I when guess. you see it, you won't see it. You really won't see it. It's just juicy. Because yeah, like I, I said, it's it looks bloody when you sear it because the inside's like red and all that. Mm-hmm. Sous vide, the outside's crispy and the inside's just tender. Well, I mean, like I said, if if you can make it to the point where it still tastes good, and I, I mean, and I ain't really don't even notice the red. I mean, so it don't it, look sad. And, and the red isn't even blood. It's some. It's called something else. It's like a chemical reaction to the steak. It's not even blood. That everybody who says that's blood, that's like a myth. Like if you look it up in Google, it's actually like something that happens when you cook the steak. It's not really blood. But it's not. But it, that's it's that from not it being cooked completely done, or is it is cooked? No, it's a chemical done. reaction when you that's cook it. The steak. Okay. But if you overcook it, it just dries it out. It's still there. I've seen a lot of YouTube videos. <laughs> that's the YouTube best. is the place to go, man. Moving what? along, guys. Do you guys have any questions? I, I, let's do the old school. Hey, uh, DJ Rincon, you're on this podcast. Do you want to do a quick <laughs> Q and A? How are your DJing skills? How did you first start? Were you seven years old and you loved how to uh, spinning vinyls? Oh man! What do you think of the guys who just use a laptop and just spin and on and just oh, using a laptop? That's a great question. And then they always <laughs> expect you to be like, "Fuck that! I'm from the old school vinyl. I'm a purist." Like, I don't give a shit. I have a controller. Look, right. I'll turn this down right here. Like, this is literally what I do my mix shows on. Like, controller. I mean, I do have turntables. I have like three pairs, but I love when I see someone spinning vinyl, though. Yeah, but it looks cool. But with the technology now, if you have the fundamentals, it's literally the same thing. It's easier. It's the same thing. You just gotta adjust it a little bit. Like, I could do all my scratches and all my routines on a controller, the same way I can on vinyl. To be honest, it just takes a little bit of practice. Which one do you like most? Right now. I mean, obviously, if I go to a venue and they have turntables and a mixer, I mean, it's convenient. Like, it's it's like a it's like comfort food. But if I have to like go somewhere to lug gear, like I'm not trying to lug turntables to look cool. Like, I'll take a controller and do the same exact job. Like, I could do the same exact scratches, same exact B juggles if I wanted to flex. Like, so why work harder to look cool when it's just a money grab? You get what I'm saying? Like, mm. yeah. What was the the, the, the what was the craziest place you uh, venue that you went to? Hmm. Well, I signed an NDA, so I can't talk about that venue. But I'll talk about second. Oh, place. oh okay. No, that's fine. Hey, I mean, you know, um, we don't want to get anybody in trouble. I don't want to get sued. Craziest venue, I would say, is probably when I DJed at House of Blues. That shit was wild. Like, um, I mean, you guys have been to House of Blues at Disney Springs, right? I love yeah. House of Blues, man. Yeah. So when I was there, I was doing the Wednesdays. It was like sold out every week. And wow that energy i got to experience like what it would be like to like if i was like a superstar you know how they all perform at house of blues and the whole yeah. crowd is like wow like i got to experience what that would have been like yeah house of blues i would say is probably the the wildest venue wild is like not like there was like people like fucking uh can i cuss so, yes. yes yes oh okay shit yes. all right let's fucking do this. <laughs> Fuck yes. you, we're an explicit like, podcast, not for young. I like ears, how he so. answers afterwards. <laughs> I'm just like, wait, if I keep cussing, they gotta edit this shit. Like, all right, cool. No, yeah, House of Blues, I would say, is the craziest, like, based on energy, but not like wild shit was happening. It's not like people were like doing the opening scene of fucking Wolf on Wall Street or anything. Like, uh, okay. um, yeah, just the energy at House of Blues. I can't explain it. You have to be there, like, on that stage, like the sound. The people, the lights, it's a lot. I'm about to shed a tear thinking about it. 
You know, I, I like that venue a lot because it, it's not a big venue. Oh, man, how do I describe it? I, I saw... The venue has I, character. Yes. I went to see Robin Thicke before the whole, like, before the whole MTV award show, before all that, and the Pharrell song, all that. His first album, pretty much. You know, but anyways, I went to see him there, and it was just it, it, the intimacy. It just feels right, you know, and you, you just have a good time and, and there's nothing else outside of those walls. It's just like it reminds me of another venue that I like, uh, which is at Universal City Walk. It's the Bob Marley's. Oh, oh yeah. And I, I love that venue as well, because it reminds me of where I'm from, Puerto Rico, where, you know, it's like outdoors, you know, and that mm-hmm. venue's pretty much outdoors. And it just makes you feel like you're at someone's backyard, the live music. It, it, I don't know. But anyways, yeah, I, I could see why that, that would be a, a dope venue to, you know, perform at because... Yeah, it was definitely probably... uh how do I say this? Huh. I feel like I peaked there as far as Orlando. Like, yeah. it doesn't get better than House of Blues, to be honest. Like, can't nice. really compare any other venue to House of Blues, especially when it's packed like that. Like, like, did you ever go to the Sundays, the service industry? No. no. Yeah, that was pretty wild, too. My friend no. did that, Magic Mike. Oh, I know who Magic Mike yeah. is. Yep, I yeah, know. His Sundays are crazy there. Who are, who are the main like a lot of the old schoolers for Orlando DJs was uh, remember Magic Mike D Strong. He's still around. He's at um the other station, the Beat. The Beat. Okay, yeah. and then or something. Chino four point five. Yeah, Chino. Yeah, Chino's still around. DJ Chino. Um, now you're the one that's taking the mantle here, man. Uh, that's pretty cool. Cause uh, aren't you spinning every once in a while on 95 still or what? Yeah, I do every Power? weekend there. Every Friday, every Friday and Saturday, which I actually got to do my mix shows today too. How does that work? Oh, <clears throat> oh man, we're gonna go behind the curtains. Do you know? Do you like pre pre record everything and then like yeah, I'm not pretend like you're live? Like yeah, we're live no, right no, now. That, like, yeah, it's live on certain slots, but. The weekend, you could, if you listen to the mix show, you'll see, you'll notice it's the same mix twice. No, I'm mean, nice. not listening that long, so no. Yeah, I don't realize it. And you guys don't listen to the radio. Yeah, no, nope. I mean, wow. I mean, everybody wow. has odds. Everybody has odds, bro. Nobody. Has- <laughs> I do listen to the radio, yeah. but I'm not listening to the radio like for the whole night. That's man. cool. I do like what I love about you, man, is that your mixes are dope, but I like your reggae's, your reggae mixes. Like, I love it because you pull some stuff that because I love reggae, man. That's just my genre. I like, you know, I am Puerto Rican. I like reggae. Like though, but, huh? Like daggering parties. And they like jump out and like they land on the girl and start like it's like a wrestling match. But they're like, <laughs> <laughs> that I like, you like, I like, I like, I like, dude, I like I it like, all. I, um, Greg, Gregory Isaac. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, um, there were two nightclubs that were across from each other in an area on International Drive. One was called Matrix. The other one was called Metropolis. Metropolis. Metropolis sometimes would have like these like, I don't know if it was Soka Nights or something, Island Nights. Bro, that junk was on fire. You know they threw somebody off that bridge and they died one time? Really? No, I didn't. Back in the day. Whoa. Fun fact. I mean, I was That's there a couple of nights pack. where they had some. <laughs> I was there some nights where they were like There's fights, was, fights, yeah, a lot of yeah. fights. We we used to work at Universal. Me and Tom would go and we would tell everybody like, "Yo, you got to come out to Matrix. Metropolis dope." Yeah. So we'd have like the entire like uh, uh staff the ride. from the yeah. ride that we worked at at Matrix. We're partying it up, man. 
And all those people were all openers for the next day, and we're all <laughs> we're all dragging calling ass in. because we're like, calling in after <laughs> after the club. We would go to Denny's on I Drive, and then we go to sleep for like an hour, and then wake. I don't know how I did it, man. I wouldn't be able to do it now, but I don't know. I don't know how you. Well, no, I know how you do it, man. You're the DJ, man. Actually, surprisingly, I just I DJ. I come home. I play video games. Sun comes up. I go to sleep. I'm literally a vampire. Nice. He said yeah. the magical word playing video games, dude. You just said a magic word. Bing, bing, bing. Wait, you guys play video games? What are you playing right now? Uh, Call of Duty and Rocket League. Oh. oh. Which Call of Duty, though? Modern Warfare or Cold War? I play both. My friends like the, the, the Fortnite version of it, and I'm just like, yo, I don't like a circle telling me Warzone. I'm not big on the Warzone. Yeah, I, like, yeah, you, I just like multiplayer. I'm trying yeah. to I'm trying to build up my sniper. I'm trying to get good at snipers because you know I'm I'm the guy everybody hates. I like the camp. Just uh, the uh, I mean I'm fine with campers. Yeah. I'm just I'm not. As long as they're on my team, they could camp all they want. Like, the sniping, I'm just horrible. At do that, you play right? zombies too or no? I used to play zombies like three Call of Duties ago. I don't remember the name of it. Yo, zombies oh, right now. Now, my, now ooh, zombies, bro. you'll definitely get hooked, bro. Really? My friends play yep. it. But I heard you can build your guns quicker like that. So Yes. 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 Especially when they have the double XP nights. Or Correct. Weekends. Correct. Well, because they added a new game mode called Outbreak, which is like the walking free roaming. dead. Yeah, free yeah. roaming. You scavenge. Scavenge. Sav- scavenge, right? Scav- Am I saying you, the you right? Said right? Scavenge. You, said, yeah, yeah. Scavenge. you guys play on PS4 or Xbox? It doesn't matter. Xbox, X, it's cross- yeah. Cross play. Cross, uh, well, no, it's easier. Play. Like if if you're all on PS4, it's easier to be in a party chat because it gets really. Oh like, yeah, well that. Yeah, that's true. I have an that's Xbox true. also, but I play PS4 more because, actually, I play video games because most of the DJs I know play video games. No shit. Yeah. But so that's I know because of that. Like before, like we DJ and we'd all meet up at like you know like a Denny's or some shit and talk about how our night was or something like that. But now it's like, Hey, you want to be online? You want to be online? All right. Tell me how your <laughs> night went. All right, cool. We all log online and just talk shit for like a couple hours. Nice. That's I'll cool. say video games is now kind of like my social life. Well, besides this podcast, cause you know, I have people that want to talk to me. So. <laughs> no, bro. Um, I don't know if you want to give your gamer tag out here, but if after the show you want to give your gamer tag, cause no, I'm, I'm DJ on Rincon zero one. We're on. I'm on the Series X. Uh, Tom's on the Series X, and we'll sometimes well, play with. Uh, I got some of both, our, so. We'll play with. Uh, we'll do crossplay. Yeah, the yeah. the the uh, the game chat is a little. Yeah, I mean it's all right. It's not too bad. But we we play with PS4 players, PS5 players as well. Oh, I just I just get it for Xbox. I need to take some dust off of this thing too. <laughs> I've been on team PS4 for like the last two years. I think my Xbox is getting jealous. <laughs> and so you're also on Rocket League. Interesting. I got Rocket League as Rocket well. Rocket League. I love Rocket yeah. League. Um, my friends got really good at it. I just kind of like – I like to play 1v1s. And then there's another game I play, which is – hear me out, okay? No, oh, we're, we we're all ears, Wait, bro. There you me? go. Up? Hello? Is it no, Roblox? no, you're good. You're good. Yeah, everything Minecraft? Froze. Everything froze on the screen. Really? No, is we it, can hear you though. Yeah, is it Roblox, <laughs> Minecraft? No, it's actually called Overcooked Two. What? What? It's a cooking game, but you can really? all play it together online, and it's all on the same screen. 
It looks really corny when you first play it, but is this um okay. is this I've a downloadable to to content? Get this game and they think I'm crazy. What is it called again? Overcooked. Overcooked. Oh, there it is. Wow. Moving again. I'm not. I'm not like these guys. I I play fighting games and sports games. So fighting no, games. It's technically a sports game if you like soccer. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Nah. This. NBA 2K and Street Fighter 5. That's all I'm playing right now. You know what? I started playing Resident Evil 4. Bro, don't controller. The controls is ridiculously hard. I forgot how hard it was because you have to move with the right stick to like get an aim and like you can't walk like the other Resident Evils back, forwards, and forwards. You got to stay in one motion, shoot, and then you got to run away to get space and then turn around and shoot again. I was like, dog, I forgot how much this game was like so hard, bro. Do you guys I like Grand Theft Auto? Love yeah. Grand Theft Auto. Man, I'm a fucking boss in that game. I have love Grand Theft Auto. I have the yacht. I have the CEO headquarters. Oh, you got the yacht? Yeah, I, I think we. The, I have the garages full of the exotic cars, and I could buy like new wheels for it. They have like tuner wheels. I put neon yes. lights on all the cars. Like, I'm living. I'm living my best life in that game. I I do like that's like a uh, another uh, but I'm I'm a bigger fan of Red Dead Redemption more than 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 Grand Theft. I like Grand I Theft a lot, game, but I was but just I'm getting tired of eating by wolves. <laughs> <laughs> or somebody would just find me and just lasso me up and kill me. Yeah, yeah. Man, that was probably I mean, that game so hard. It's like yeah, here's some here's some rupees for these ten animals you killed or whatever the fuck it is, and it's just like yeah. wow, yeah. I have that a couple g- pennies to my name. Like great. <laughs> That I'm game is a lot of grind. My private jet. Uh, speaking of cars, you're talking about cars. I know you love cars, and I remember yeah. when we were younger, we hooked up cars, or we thought we were hooking up cars. And before uh, it was cool, before Fast and Furious. Before, before, yes, this was before Fast and the yeah. Furious, which is where I'm getting to. Do you remember the original Fast and the Furious movie? Yes, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. At that moment, <laughs> nothing really matters. Not my mortgage, not my job, whatever. I forgot how it goes. La familia. <laughs> Tuna, no crust. Uh, I think that was my caption on Instagram lately, too. When nice. my car I posted Tuna, no crust. I will never forget the original movie that came out. Uh, we went to go see it. I don't know if you were with us City at Walk. that time. Yeah, at City it was H2O Walk. and Jade Crew. H2O was, yeah, because one of yeah. our buddies, David. Yeah, Ricky. Shout out to David. And, well, Ricky, I don't Ricky think he was, was part of it. EG. Was he part of yeah, H2O? Yeah, his EG was, he had the Enkies, the 17s. Yeah. And he, yeah. Had, he got the H2O sticker. And they had he a had 92, 92 hatch, right? It was yeah. a 92 red hatch. I remember when he first got it. So they had a couple cars that Universal asked to 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 place as models, you know, to for the whole premiere. And we went to see the movie. And it was dope because it was finally a movie representing something that we did, you know, Our a culture. culture. Yeah. I'm bringing this up because I just saw the trailer for Fast 9 yesterday, which they've been promoting like crazy. Yes, they had dropped a trailer about a couple months back, but this was more an extended trailer. Holy shit. I don't know if I'm going to watch this. Let me get to like astronauts and shit, I'm assuming. <laughs> did Almost. you guys see it at all by any chance? Yes, I just did. I I saw the original one that they put. I wasn't going to watch it. No, I'm. Okay. Continue. Bro, how the hell the do they VTech and fucking overnight parts from Japan? That's all I want. <clears throat> how the hell does Han come back from dying? There you go. Han is this the the ninth installment of the movie. Han has been killed off twice in in this franchise and has been resurrected once again for the second time. He is the Jesus of Fast and Furious. He, just he has risen. The and then John Cena. 
for wrestling fans is in this movie as Dominic Toretto's long lost brother. We've had nine younger brother. We've had nine installments. He yells La Familia. Huh? That means his parents are getting busy if he has that many brothers. I mean, but he yells out, you know, family, family, family. But yet, like, you didn't mention your brother throughout the first eight movies? Like, what the fuck kind of a family man are you? Yeah, Michelle Rodriguez is doing awesome in that freaking movie. Yeah, I mean, of course. They do show him driving... Paul Walker's uh, Blue Skyline from the first movie, which was dope. But yes, you're right. They are going into space in one of the cutscenes. Yeah, that's a no for me. The movie separated itself from what it was originally meant to be. I don't know. Would you say that's that's a McDonald's chicken sandwich or Fast and Furious's? Oh, oh. Shoot, that's a checkers. That's that's giving it a compliment. That's a checkers chicken sandwich. I like checkers fries. Checkers oh, fries. Checkers fries. Checkers fries. It's different when you're driving. I like the chili <laughs> dog. The chili dog's awesome. No, chili. Do- no way, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. So, anyways, Fast Nine. I think I might take a quick pass on that one. I think it's. I'll watch it when it comes it. to streaming. Yeah, they're stretching it. I don't know what movie you stopped at watching the Fast franchise. So. I think I stopped one. Um. Sorry, I'm bad with names, but the guy that died. Is it Paul Walker? Paul Walker. Yeah. yeah. Paul Walker, yeah. When they both went off in the Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I think I think that's the one time I showed emotions. <laughs> <laughs> my wife was like, Oh my god, are you crying? I'm like, No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh speaking of crying, we had a death and we didn't get to talk to this since it happened because it happened last week. An idol of mine, a guy who Thank got you. who got me through high school, who represented high school for me, uh, passed away. And I want to say rest in peace to one and the only DMX. Yes. Um, Where my dog's at. When I sat back and, and, and thought about it, you know, like it sucks, you know, because he was dope, man. And, and for those of you that don't know, when DMX came out, man, exploded, bro. Yeah, he had an energy that you can't compare to any other artist. And... What I loved about DMX, and when I look at it back, I was like, man, this guy, other than in a, in a music video, you never saw him rolling around in a Bugatti or a Lamborghini. He never rocked really bling. He always just had that, like, dog necklace that he always rocked. Like, he was just always real, you know? He just mm-hmm. never... He was and, true to himself. Yeah, and like, yeah. I don't know if we'll well, ever... true to the hood, too. So that. I mean... He we, always did the, you know, they always did the motorcycle, the... The Rough Rider style, which is cool, man. He always took it back to the neighborhood, even with the dogs. You know, that was cool, man. He got me through a lot, especially the praying ones. They had, that was awesome. His albums were like stories, too. Like, yeah, you remember exactly. like what was it when he had a it's me, Mickey, right? Oh, when that, yeah, when that when he had those little like what do you call those when you have them in an album? Interlude Skit, skits, interlude, yeah, skits interlude. or something like that, yeah. Either interludes or skits, one or two. I don't know, man. Uh, have you been spending a little bit more DMX since his passing? I spend, I spend uh, DMX in Texas. Really? Oh, the nice. I'm like, well, just passed away the night before, so I know this shit's going to pop right now. Did it? No. I was no. Like, it was like a younger crowd. Like they, Some of them knew it, but like, let's say I was playing for like an older crowd at that size, and I would have turned the music off like for Rough Riders at them. They would have sung it. Like I turned the music dude, off. Dude. Which one did I you spin? You spun, you spun dude, the anthem. Dude, dude. Yeah, Rough Rider. 
Dun, it's surprising dun, somebody's dun. like, yo, will you play Rough Ride or some DMX? And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I'll play it. Perfect. It didn't even cross my mind at that point. I was like, so like, my head was everywhere. So I played it, and the crowd was just kind of like, a, I give them like a C plus. Normally, an older oh, crowd like A, it would be exploding. Everybody sings a song, but I don't think the younger generation connects as much as our generation with DMX. I mean, because, I mean, nobody goes back and listens, unless you're, like, really into music, nobody goes yeah. back and listens to the originals, you know, that got them where we are now, and that's the problem. So, like, for me, like for me DMX was, like, hype music, was hype rap, you know what I'm saying? Like, whenever you want to, like, like say, go to a Those party, you want to get hype, you put DMX on, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that's how, that's what, for me, you know, and Buster Rhymes was the same way, too, when he came out. A lot of his music was yeah. hype music, so... Yeah. I don't want to call it hype rap, but you know when you got to the party, his music was playing. He was, was going, part was going to bump. He was like in. the little John of our generation. Yeah, in a sense. Yeah, in a sense. I'm talking he, like energy wise. Like you hear little John talk or his mic presence, that voice just kind of gets you like, gets you like it gets like for example, I hear little John DJ and he his mic presence just makes me like want to turn up. I mean, what was that one song he's like? I forget the name of it. He's like, you think this is a fucking name? Yeah. Uh, Yo, man, then the beat drop. Yeah, that. And then the like, beat drop. Dun, 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 dun. And you're like, oh, man. What's my name? name. <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah I'm about to start working out after this. I'm going to drop the cheeseburger. I'm going to work out, man. Like, I was about to start eating these French fries, but now he's got me hyped, man. I'm about to. Oh, in that music, too. Like when we would do. Speaking of like Fast and the Furious, and like we used to go to the drag race or the street races out here. Oh, La Fiebre. It's still going on today, which is even crazy. Oh, I know. I know. They still going on a lot better. The street races, and you bump that DMX because that was the time you're like, what? I'm like, yeah, fast. Let's go. And he was pretty good in the movies, bro. Like he did a couple of movies. Oh, in an automatic, to the grave? In an, in an automatic Civic with a buff, a muffler. I'm like, yeah. With indigo uh, gauges. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Cr- he was, he was pretty good grave. in the movies too. Like Cradle to the Grave. No, he wasn't in Romeo. Like, yeah, he was in Romeo. Romeo like that. Yeah, he was in Romeo. Belly. He was in Romeo. Belly. Belly's good. Um, I think that was kind of it. I mean, he, he might have done some other like small. Uh, he might have done some. I just can't think of it right he now. Did so- he did some recent uh, work with the Locks. He got hooked up with Locks again. The group. Yeah, they did do did a, few... a song, right? They had a yeah. they had a video. Yeah, it was. I yep. saw the music video. Yeah, it, it was, was all right. Cool. I, I thought it was good. I've I saw DMX once, man. He was here uh, in Orlando on I Drive. It was about I'd say like six years ago, seven years ago. He was he was just walking with another buddy of his. Just down the street, nobody was stopping him. You did. I, I didn't even know it was him until I my stop. I'm like, yo, that's DMX. He's just walking out there, nobody, you know, and just chilling. Just and I'm like, man, should I stop? Should I say what's up? And I was like, nah, that's corny, you know. I was like, but eh, when, when's the next time? Yeah, and then again. and then he got on that slingshot ride, which they they have on YouTube of yeah, him riding in the. Sling, but were you using what? Go ahead. Sorry, I cut you off. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it was him and his kid on a slingshot ride. Yeah, man, and um, so they were out there, man. I was like, "Dang, man!" And now that I think about it, man, I, I should have gotten a picture with him, man. That was just. And then you remember when they they decided to do like that concert? I think I was in I was a junior in high school. It was like uh, DMX, Jay Z. Uh, it was like a bunch of them. They went on tour, and the it was like this tour. 
was it the No Hard Knock Life tour? It was like everybody was. Uh, or it could be Def Jam. I think. Red, uh, Red and Meth were part of it as well, I think. Which, to me, I think Method Man is one of the sickest lyricists out there right yeah. now. I mean, like the way he rhymes well, the beat. That's another story. DJ, Anyways, I got a question. So, when you have you ever been to a venue where you had didn't have the energy to like work, but then you got the energy through the people, crowd. the crowd, like because you know yeah, sometimes every you're like. Night. <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> Most of the time, I'm just like. Well, no, I'm not. I'm, that sounds like I'm not taking it for granted. But when I do no, like back to back gigs, by uh-huh. the third gig, I'm just like, man, I just want to play video games or just hang out with my kid. It, you know, well, I used to think like that pre COVID, before everything went to shit for like a couple months. Mm-hmm. Like I would work for like, I think one time I worked for like three months straight every night. Like, hey. but there were some nights where I'm just like, I just don't feel like doing this shit. And it's just like go through the motions, and then as the night picks up, it's just like uh, how do you just gonna get that? I don't know how to get that energy. Gotta get that energy from the from the from the crowd. I I just I don't want to talk and sound like you know like those like uh those like yoga people like what's the word I'm looking for like oh I know what you're talking about instructor style like you know like those people that try to preach about like energy and crystals and shit like that like i don't well, i don't know what's the right word that's my I know wife Sorry, I know I'm what you're brain part, but it's just that's, like that's my wife yeah. <laughs> but it's like it, the, energy, the, the energy the crowd gives you get back in return but it also works the same way like like if i'm like moody while i'm djing and i just look pissed off the whole time like that affects the crowd too because I'm the focal point. So the energy I put, it's like a give and take. But for the most part, ever since after COVID, I've been pretty happy at most of my gigs. Like, fuck, I'm just happy to be out the house again. Yeah. But, it was kind of that break you had, right? So yeah. you kind of had a break. So now after the break, you know, you want to go out and just be free. Yeah. Did you like, do any yeah. streaming while you were at home? <sighs> I almost did streaming and people were, I was going to do a stream where I was going to be like, cause everybody's doing their streams. They all have like themes and my, I mean, I guess if there's another DJ listening and you want to copy it, go ahead, like knock yourself out. But the stream I wanted to do was like, whatever you comment in the comment sections, I'll play it if I have it. No uh, question. Because most DJs hate doing requests mm-hmm. and knowing how, uh, how do I say this? The people that like to comment on my posts are kind of uh, messy, maybe wild, maybe trolls. So I think that energy, my comment sections in, in like a, a Twitch or a, or a live stream would bring energy to the show because they would just be asking. They, they know who I am as a person. So they would just be asking the wildest requests and the show could just go anywhere. Like, <laughs> But that never happened because... I'm great at letting people down. <laughs> does wow. does taking requests kind of keep you on your toes? Like, oh man, like how am I gonna mix this with this? Or like, oh, that's it. that's no, yeah. For example, like I'll be DJing somewhere and I'm working really hard to like please everybody in a room because it's not easy. Like, mm-hmm. like a good DJ looks at the room and sees like you kind of stereotype people also or just feed off their energy. <laughs> stereotype. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm it's just true, it real bro. like. Like you just hit someone, you'd be like, okay, this person probably likes DMX. 
or this person probably likes yacht rock or country. Like you, you're observing, you're playing songs, you're looking at how people react to the songs. Like, okay, you play the song, you see a person over there, they're kind of bopping their head. You play another song, you see another group of people, they're reacting good to it. So now you know where the happy medium is. And you're putting this complicated puzzle in your head to make everybody happy because the goal is to make everybody feel comfortable in a room. And if they feel comfortable, they stay in the room and they spend money. Right. Our job is to make sure that the venue is making money. It, I'm kind of like a psychologist when it comes to that. No, I mean um, it's it's a good it's a good point of view. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because but then you got that guy. Yo, yo, uh, are you gonna play that? Uh, you gonna play that? Uh, Black Eyed Peas? Hey, man, you, uh, hey, wait, you play that, that Black Eyed Peas? <laughs> so let's say, for example, like I I somehow work the room, and everybody in the room is feeling like, let's say, like, house music. Not like the heavy, like, we're getting lit yeah. at Ultra, but just like, you know, like a soulful house vibe, let's say, for example. And everybody in the room is vibing. And I somehow convince everybody that doesn't like it to vibe with everybody else because they see other people vibing. Everybody kind of mimics each other. Oh, they're having a great time. Oh, that must be the atmosphere at the party. We're Okay, we're, they're having a good time. We're having a good time. The vibe has been set the the hour or two i spent opening up the night everything's going fine it's a well-oiled machine and then somebody will come up to me and be like hey what's up what do you want to hear can you play some bachata <laughs> and it's just like the fuck like you see the you see what i'm you see everybody vibing right now like <laughs> you kind of change or just anything in general that's just like the complete that's way to- left man yeah it's just like what the fuck do you think is going to happen if I play this shit? <laughs> like, like, like I've been, okay. So let's say I do play bachata. Okay. This is just an example. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of bachata, but I mean, I, I play. I still have bachata. Like if I have to play it, I play it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, yeah. yeah. Or let's say we're just going to use bachata as an example. Mm-hmm. So let's say it's at a bottle club. And I have the whole room vibing to a completely different genre. Complete 180 spectrum. Right. But the person that's asking for this song that's going to fuck everything up is like a high bottle spender or something. And you play the you song. Do it. <laughs> then you play the song. <laughs> and everybody just looks at you like, the fuck? The fuck is this shit? Like, and then people start leaving. Or people they are just like, okay, I guess the party is switching to something else. And then it kills the whole vibe of the night. I mean, this is worst case scenario, but for the most part, I'll figure out a way to just sneak it in and get it out and just be like, hey, I played your song. Like, that's it. Like, let's keep it moving. <laughs> no more. Every once in a while, you get like that one request where you're just like, you know, the you know, the meme of the uh, the the gif of the guy with all the question marks like what? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, that's what goes on in my brain sometimes when people <laughs> ask me for some shit like. Like really? Like you're asking me for this shit? Like, come on. Hey. Now is it like thirty seconds of that song? A thirty minutes, thirty seconds to a minute, or is it like just or, or your like, version of them? It just depends if I want to see the world burn that night. Like <laughs> <laughs> there's times where, like there's times where I just haven't given a fuck and I'm like, there's no way this shit's gonna work. And then you play a song like Let's just say YMCA, for example. Like, my friend played YMCA in Texas. And everybody wiles out to YMCA, and you're just like, 
What? Yo, what's the one song that everyone wiles out to? Is the one? Is it called like Crack and Eye Joe or whatever it is? Hot and Eye Joe. Yeah. yeah. People oh wild out to that. I mean, they had my old school night. They did, but yo, that was that jam back in the day, yo. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man. That was a jam. What would you say to someone who what what advice? What, what advice? Yeah, would you give someone who's like thinking of starting to do this? Huh. That honestly depends on the person and their personality. Be honest, man. <laughs> like, find another career, buddy. <laughs> no, I want to share somebody's dreams like that. Like, because technically, I everybody told me the same shit. Like, even even my family, to a certain extent, like. People are engraved, like the go to college, get the job, you know, the American dream scenario. But to do some shit on your own, like DJ, and you have to be a real psychopath. Because <laughs> nice. it is, I, I really have to sit down and think like, man, I'm really convincing people to pay me a lot of money to play music that I didn't even make. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, that's a hard sell. <laughs> But it's no how you like play how it. You are like at the end of the day, that's my job, and that's a very fragile. I don't know how to describe it. It's not easy. There's a lot of shit that you will deal with, from shady promoters to fake people to being broke, being rock bottom. I mean, I think that's like the motions that most DJs go through. I mean, I've been through it. You know, the highs and lows. You know, the typical like. Mm-hmm. Stuff you hear from people in entertainment, it's, it's not like, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm having brain farts today. I got my COVID vaccine, so I think it's kicking No, in. you're you're good. Which one did you get? Because I got my first shot a week ago. I, so. The one that starts with the P, Pfizer? Pfizer, yeah. Pfizer, I got that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. The vaccine was like, yo, how's this guy live like this? Like, <laughs> yeah. My vaccine is like, I can't even give this motherfucker side effects right now. All he does is eat junk food. <laughs> I'm going to get attacked yeah. by all the leftover McRibs from last year. But what oh. about, like, all those cats that, like, they see, like, Marshmallow and um, what are these cats? Um, Daft Punk, who just recently uh, broke, you know, they went. Well, those stuff. are artists. That's different. Like, but uh, don't they consider them DJs as well, right? Uh, DJ Snake, all these guys. Well, no, like, you could, be a, you could be an artist or entertainer or both. Like, let's say someone like DJ Snake, he's an entertainer because he was a DJ and a producer. But for, I don't really – those are producers that were taught how to DJ so they could perform in front of a crowd and make money. Mm. Like, I'm the type of person where I'm a, I'm an entertainer. I'm there to entertain a crowd. So mm-hmm. the crowd isn't there really to see me unless they like me or I have a fan base. What I'm not you a, do? Cause... I'm really not a ticket seller like that. At all. What do you but, mean, dude? <laughs> there's like, like a misconception. Like, you put me in front of a crowd, and I'll figure out a way for that venue that booked me for them to make money by reading the crowd. That's why I get hired. I'm an entertainer. So, yeah, I'll take requests. I'll figure out how to make everybody happy. Now, a person like Marshmallow or those EDM guys, those are ticket sellers. They could literally play fart sounds. Everybody's <laughs> happy because they came there to see the artist the performer, the, the producer. So they basically play their own music. They're not there to entertain or figure out the crowd. The crowd is there for them. That's why they get away with like pretty much everything. Like they could and do plus, no it's, because it's their, it's their music. They say it's their music, yeah. right? So that's what it came yeah. to hear anyways. Yeah. So it's just like, they have an actual fan base 
So that's the difference. It just depends on. So as you were saying, like I'm all over the place too. Ah, bro. It depends. The advice I would give depends on what direction do you want to go. Like, do you want to be an 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 artist and a producer and become the DJ, or do you want to become the entertainer and have the skills to read the crowd and do the nightclubs and the residencies? Or you could do both. There's people that manage to do both. Um, I haven't crossed over into the the artist side of it because I need to stop playing video games. To be honest, <laughs> no man, video games. Stop are playing video games, and what I need to get my shit together and, and produce. But you DJ at a place out here called Boxy Park. For those <laughs> that are listening, it's a place out here where I live in Central Florida, an area called Lake Nona. There's an area called Boxy Park. They have music and stuff on the weekends. And um, when my wife and her friends heard that you were DJing there certain nights, they're like, yo, we got to go. So, like, what are you talking about, man? Like, people are going well, to yeah. see you. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's not on the level of, like, a marshmallow or anything. Like, Boxing Park isn't sold out because of me. They're sold out because of the atmosphere. Well, let's let's make a mask for you or something, uh, man. Let's let's put, like, uh, uh, we'll, we'll make you the s'mores guy or something. We'll make you a, a s'mores. You got to. Or something. Uh, well, dress Do me up as a chicken. Make <laughs> chicken. There you go. Nice a a chicken stuff. sandwich. But all right. So perfect example. So let's say you put like a one of those like artists in a place like Boxy Park. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't survive, in my opinion, because they wouldn't know how to play for that crowd. That crowd is hard, actually, because you show up. I'm not. not as, when I, older, hard, I, don't, I don't mean it as a, a negative thing. So just in case the people at Boxy Park see it, like, <laughs> no, don't fire me. <laughs> but it's, it's not easy because you show up and there's like a bunch of like five-year-old kids running around. Like I can't be playing Nuck if you buck. Like yep. I can't be playing anything that's that I wouldn't want to be played around my kids. So you got to like navigate the night. Like that's that's the perfect example of, how to run through a night like that you get there it's all family friendly like the people that are going there early just want to go somewhere and hang out get out of their cubicle or get out of their house and just have a good meal with their kid and kind of relive their younger years and hear some music before they were parents or before they were soccer mom and dad you get what i'm saying like yeah it's like a like a balance of family and entertainment or even even people that don't have kids like a couple or something so you got to understand the crowd. Like you got to know what to play. What's what's to not left field? Not not left field, but like I don't, I don't want to say vulgar, but like what's not overwhelming? What's not overwhelming for just a casual good time? And then as the night progresses, those people already know they have to be at bed by nine or something. They start leaving, and then more of a younger crowd that wants to turn up comes out. So you got to know how to transition that room perfectly without making people uncomfortable mm-hmm. or keeping the people in there because like a venue like that, if you transition the room too early and everybody leaves, but that later crowd doesn't come in, that later crowd will come into an empty room and be like, Oh, it's slow in here. Let's, let's go somewhere else. Right. So you got to like figure out how to make those people be comfortable enough to stay later. So the other crowd comes in and is busy and it rotates out. So the night remains full the whole time. And it's, it takes a lot of trial and error, reading the crowd, knowing your past mistakes of what worked, what didn't, and just like navigating through the trenches. 
that's what an entertainer does. So if you put an artist in that same venue, they would fail because they don't know how to read a room like that. For the most part, I'm pretty sure there's other people that do know, but there's like, there's like a whole science and algorithm to what I do. Does that make sense? No, yeah. total sense, okay. man. Yeah, you good. But like that's but at the same time, like you were saying, but if people know Marshmallow is coming to th that place, then it wouldn't matter what they play because that's where they came yeah. to hear the music, anyways. So let's say let's yeah. say Marshmallow was going to go to Boxy Park and start at like seven o'clock. I'm pretty sure all the young people and the ravers would be there, and the family people would be like, "Yo, what's going on tonight? Like, let's bounce." Yeah. <laughs> wow, there's people doing ecstasy and. And CO2 canisters. People dressed up as like Tinkerbell. That's just me stereotyping. But yeah, but okay, let's say that did happen. Now, they might make a lot of money that night, but the their previous clientele that was there and left might not come back for a while because they're probably just going to assume that that was going on the next week or something. And they might find another place. But that's where. Right. I'm just making shit up at this point. Hypothetical, but, yeah, no, yeah, I mean, hypothetical. But I mean, that's true because I mean they have regulars, you know, yeah. and if regulars don't want to hear that type of EDM stuff, they're, they're not going to come back. It's like, like it's we like got to find a new place. It's like being a regular at McDonald's and all of a sudden they went vegan for the day. <laughs> and they're just like, oh man, that's ah. really, forever. Like what's going on? You probably you probably go to like Wendy's afterwards and never go back and just be like, yo, I don't I don't want to go there and this shit happens again. Like, mm -hmm. no offense to vegans. No, no, no. We we love everyone here. Peace and love. Yeah. The Impossible Whopper is good at Burger. Well, Man. look, man, we already had you here longer than I expected. I oh, appreciate. Really? I thought we were getting started. One <laughs> <laughs> the one you know one of the few questions I I is is for yourself is. You know, what do you like spinning for yourself? What is your genre? Like, what do you like? Like, you know, DJ Rincon, I'm at home, you know, chilling. What do I want to hear? What do I want to spin? You just... No, I mean, you're just chilling at your house and you're like, man, I just want to spin to hear something. Nothing. <laughs> Video games. Uh, no, no. If... Well, no, I mean, because I remember like okay. you used to break dance. Remember my brother break dance. You used to break dance a little bit. Um, do you like break music? You know, do you like the old school oh, hip hop? Yeah, I or... do love all that stuff. But like. If I'm at home, I'm trying to clear my mind, to be honest. Gotcha. Because, like, I even drive in silence at some point. Like, I don't, like, if I leave a gig, I don't want to hear any music. I, I don't want to hear a song and be like, damn, I should have played that. Like, I forgot to play that. And then it bothers me on the drive home or something. Mm. This is what normally happens. It's like, okay, I do like DJing to a point where, like, I'll indulge in, in my favorite substance and I'll practice scratching. I'd rather scratch and learn the technical stuff and get really good at that than just playing music. Cause like, it's kind of boring. I'm trying to, to actually get better technically. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I, like, yeah. I, like the, I like the, um, you're polishing your, uh, your craft. Yep. Yeah. Because my thing, I mean, I could go into a whole nother rant about this, but like, if I say I'm a DJ, I want people to know that like I have a, a real DJ foundation. Like I can't stand I can't stand DJs. Like I don't understand how some people could say they're DJs, but they half-ass the DJ part. What you're like, like the guys who just press press play on a playlist? That or the guys that just like DJ on one turntable or just don't know the basic fundamentals. It's like, how do you say this is your career, but you're not trying to be the best at it? You get what I'm saying? 
that's the part I enjoy about DJing. So if I was at home, I wouldn't be playing music. I would be practicing, like nice. sharpening my skills because I, don't know, I just find that fun. And I, I also want to, because I've transitioned more to like a, a top 40 style, like what some people would consider the shit that I play is corny, which I do enjoy it too. But like, let's say for example, like the purists and all that, like they'd be like, oh, you're playing fucking top 40 bullshit, whatever. But I still want to be like, yeah, but I still got the skills. Like I still got heat. Can you do what I do? Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, like if we were in a 1v1 in the gulag, who's going to win? You know what I'm saying? Like the gulag. Yeah. yeah. Right. But in the DJ world, like I want to be good to the point where like the really good technical DJs respect me. But at the same time, be in that whole other spectrum of DJing where it's like the corporate guy getting the checks. I want the best okay. of the world, which is hard to do. Yeah. So there really isn't much type of a favorite music because at the end of the day, it's, I wouldn't say it's the same, but it's kind of like the same concept. Well, look, man, memory loss. we appreciate your time, man. I appreciate you. you coming on the show on this podcast. I know we're a rinky dink podcast out of central Florida, but we appreciate you joining the show, man, and yes, taking sir. your time to be with us. But before we let you go, we always play a little, would you rather here on the podcast when we close out the, sh- the show? So I got a, would you rather question for everybody? So this week is, would you rather explore space or the ocean? Whoever wants to start first, Tom, I'll start you off first. Would you rather explore space, be able to go out to space and explore it, or go in a deep ocean and, and be, explore the deep ocean? Ocean, but I don't want to be in no rinky-dink submarine. I'm claustrophobic, so that's not going to work for me. Either one's <laughs> not going to work for me. Wait, there was no, there's no description. Is it a submarine or is it a boat? You, whatever it is, well, so you, you could explore, explore the, ocean. the ocean. So You could be on top of the ocean. You didn't say go like, in the ocean. Like a remote submarine. I would assume yeah. I, I'm 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 gonna say in the ocean. Buddy, okay, you know, then. if you're going to outer space, you're gonna be in outer space. You're not like just chilling yeah. in the you know I'm, atmosphere. I don't need Earth. to be going in outer space. I'm sorry, my feet is good on the ground. Go ahead, Matt. What do you say? Uh, this is tough because I'm an overthinker. So I'm thinking, okay, well, if I go to outer space, there could be aliens, and I don't want to get butt plugged. So let me. Uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> I think about. The ocean, okay, it could be a creature down there that could eat me alive, and uh, so it's kind of tough, bro. Like, it's a, it's a tough decision to make, man. Um, I think I have a better chance on the in the ocean, so I'm gonna go with the ocean. I, I, I mean, I can get my submarine to give me some missiles or something like that. You know, what I'm saying as long as I don't run into the <laughs> yeah. bag, I think I'll be all right. So, uh, I, I think, and then in 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 the space, I'm thinking of deep space or dead space. Yeah. I'm sorry, so I don't dead you know. Space. That was a great game, by the way. They can't hear you scream. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the ocean. Rincon? They both sound terrible. Yes. <laughs> See? But that's exactly. why it's a would you rather. <laughs> this, is like a, this is like a question you ask if you're high. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, let me see. If you go to space, at some point, everything's just going to be a dot, and it's going to be emptiness. And I've DJed on a cruise, and being on the ocean sucks. but i would say the ocean because i mean you didn't give any restrictions so i'd be somewhere like in the shallow waters by the bahamas somewhere there you go yeah and whenever i want to just pop out and get a tan or eat some fish i mean technically the ocean you could be in the paradise part of the ocean you guys are just assuming it's like deep sea no i'd be somewhere nice so i'm gonna go with ocean 
I think Eduardo. I think I would go with the ocean, man, because I would like to explore to see if I can go and find Atlantis deep, you know, deep in the ocean and um, all the shipwrecks, maybe tour a little bit of the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, you won't come back. <laughs> <laughs> Although space is intriguing, but like, like you guys said, I mean, space, space is very boring. Space, you know, from what they say, it, it could take quite a long time for you to get from one place to another. So, like, if you're planning on exploring planets, Unless you know, you got warp speed. Yeah. So I think I'd rather do the ocean. Plus, there's ocean life that you can see while you're under there in the water. So, oh, <laughs> man, that's funny. Well, man, thank you again. Is there anything that we'd like to, to plug for you? Uh, anything coming up? Um um, anything uh follow on social media you're on instagram on facebook i know that yeah i'm on instagram dj rincon one you um, got your website dj rincon.com that you guys can check out um, what's that i do need to update my website um yeah follow me on instagram facebook if you want to see my boring posts if, if anybody I- wants to book you <laughs> Uh, yeah, my website is perfect, djrencon.com, because there's a tab where it says, like, contact me, and it'll just email me straight. I'm an introvert, so if you call me, it's going to be a little awkward, but like, uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, any upcoming events that you're going to be doing, anything soon, um, within the next month or so, during the summer, nothing yet? Uh, is everything uh, still on lockdown because of COVID? No, Florida's pretty wild. We're pretty open. Um, I do... Brunch at American Social on Sundays, and then Tuesdays. Where's that at? Tuesdays. It's on Sand Lake. Um. So yeah, brunch is cool. It's pretty busy. My Taco Tuesdays is lit. Yeah. Service American sucks. Social. My my wife's been to all these places. And I'm yeah, like, it's man, across the street. It's way better because I'm there. Um. Then what else? Fridays I kind of bounce around. Sometimes I'm in downtown, maybe Boxy Park here and there. And then I started another club called uh, London House. That place is going to be very lit but it's like a private club for like super rich people that pay like a high premium to be there yeah i can't even like take pictures inside the place or anything it's like it's like a legit like yeah if you if you google the venue it Mm -hmm. it explains it a lot in detail um catch me on the radio on the weekends and power 95.3 orlando and hot 101.5 in tampa and you're there uh you do spots saturday nights you said uh on fridays and Saturdays. saturdays anytime between 10 and Three in the morning. It they they the schedule they kind of mix it up. Yeah. So it's kind of like DJ roulette. Like maybe I'm on at nine, maybe I'm on at one. Yeah. Hey, say, if you want to have a good time, come out to my Taco Tuesday. It's all you can eat tacos, fourteen bucks. And I'll we're gonna have to. Pizza. I got to do that. Yeah. Play, you could request music. I'll play whatever you want to hear because it's my night and I control. Pachata. I want to hear pachata. <laughs> Get him out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. If you well, really I... play bachata, I'll play bachata. No, man. No, <laughs> no, 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 like no. the country music of Spanish music. Yes, it is. Like the banjos and all that. Yep. All right, guys. Well, that wraps it up for us. For me, Tom, brother Matt, DJ Rincon, thank you so much again for joining thank us you, on buddy. Casually Kicking It Podcast. Uh, thank you to all the listeners for always tuning in and listening to the podcast. I know we went a little bit over than our normal time, but we were having such a great time with DJ Rincon on the show. Make sure that you guys continue um, giving us those reviews on the platforms. Like I said, we're on Google Play. Well, it's not Google Play anymore, but Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, yeah. Spotify, iHeartRadio. You can catch us on YouTube. 
and we we sometimes can surprise you. We'll be on Facebook Live or YouTube Live every Sunday at 8 p.m. That's our time. So you might want to stay tuned. We might go on a live episode. We're out of here. Me, me, me. Thank you. <laughs>